Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Sunday, January the 9th. Today we celebrate the feast of the baptism of the Lord at the River Jordan through the baptism of John the Baptist. And at the same time, we also commemorate and thank Almighty God for the gift of our own baptism, whether that be infant baptism or adult baptism. And we'll say a word about that in a moment and its meaning, ongoing meaning, for our everyday lives. But it is really the first of the sacraments of initiation. It's the first of the sacraments we receive. And initiation is not simply a specifically sacramental or religious ceremony. Uh, By our very nature, we are social beings. We're made to be with and for others, and others are meant to be with and for us. Uh, Right from the book of Genesis, when Adam is in the garden by himself, uh, uh, God says it's not good for us to be alone. Uh, We're meant to be with and for others because it reflects the social nature of the Blessed Trinity. Three persons in one God, but three, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God himself is a communio, a community, community of persons, one in being. And so we in the image and likeness of God are social beings. And we know that children form clubs. They have rites of initiation where members uh, pledge various things. When we grow older, uh, we may go to high school or college and we join clubs, and we join sororities and fraternities. And later in life, as we grow older, many of us are affiliated with various clubs and organizations, civic, community, secular, also religious and spiritual, the Knights of Columbus, uh, various uh, oblate groups, uh, comprised a great deal of lay people along with religious. And so organizing and being initiated and being a part is right at the core of our very being. Again, religious as well as just by our nature. And baptism is the first of the sacraments whereby we become we are initiated into, we begin our life with Christ in the church. The church is a community. It's a community of faith, a community of hope, and a community of love. And we attend community worship on Sunday at the Sunday Mass when we gather together as a community. 
People say, well, I don't have to go to church. I can do all of that by myself. Certainly you can pray by yourself. Read the scriptures. You can do various acts of charity and of penance and of reparation. But we need others. We need that community. We need the support of others, the witness of others. And they need ours. They need our support, our witness, our struggles, as well as our victories. We, we need that. We need to see that. Uh, we saw recently when we had sports without fans. Uh, we were glad to have sports back, but it wasn't the same without the fans, without people there cheering. It's hard to imagine having a parade and nobody shows up. Uh, that would be a rather strange parade. Uh, I don't think we would call it a parade. Uh, so we, we seek others. And Jesus receives the baptism from John at the River Jordan. And he says, allow it for now. For I want to fulfill all righteousness to be part of God's family. And we are claimed by Christ because when we are born, Satan has designs on owning us, enslaving us. And our whole life is that struggle. It's the struggle between who we are and whose we are. Do we belong to God? Or have we handed ourselves over to the evil one? And that's a, that's a daily struggle until we see the Lord prayerfully and hopefully in his presence for all eternity. But baptism is our initiation into that community of faith. And again, whether it was long ago and we're not even aware of it at the time, or perhaps we became baptized later in our lives. But it's the first step, it's the most important one, because the end of a thing is known by its beginning. So when we begin in the Lord, we hope and pray that we will die in the Lord, so as to be with the Lord for all eternity. And on an everyday level, we should walk wet, walk wet in our baptismal waters. Walk wet every day. Don't, don't let them dry like in the heat of the sun or in the dry of the desert. But we walk wet. When St. Peter was preaching uh, some of his first sermons, and when he gathered in the house of Cornelius, he baptized the members of Cornelius' house. And he remembers Jesus by saying this. He went about doing good and healing all those oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. That's it. Wouldn't it be a wonderful way 
for us to be remembered. We went about doing good, healing those oppressed by the devil. What does that mean? Well, you say, well, I don't do exorcisms. I'm not uh, raised up to do that. Really? Well, of course you are. In your own way, you are. The prophet Isaiah says that the servant of the Lord comes, and each of us in baptism are servants of the Lord, to open the eyes of the blind. Now, we immediately think of the physical, but what about spiritually? Someone comes to us or mentions to us a struggle that they're having or some decision that they're facing that has consequences, serious consequences. Do we counsel them in the way of the Lord? Do we help them to see where the Lord, is the Lord using us as a vessel to clean off the cataracts of our spiritual eyes? So that's one way within our families, within our friends, perhaps in schools, offices, neighborhoods, whatever. We have people who are looking for someone to help them see more clearly so they can love the Lord more dearly. To bring out prisoners from confinement. How many people do we know, again, within our families or around us, who are prisoners of their past, prisoners of some sin, they're burdened by some guilt. Can we direct them to be reconciled with Almighty God through the sacrament of penance, reparation for sin, so that burden can be lifted? You may be just the person who says that word, who shows the way, who opens the eyes and the heart to God's mercy. And from the dungeon, those who live in darkness. A lot of people live in darkness. They think uh, no one will see. But they carry that darkness with them. And you may be that light to that person. Not, not uh, preaching and sticking fingers and eyeballs, wagging fingers and giving... Uh, condemnation, but the way in which the Lord does it, with persuasion, kindness, and mercy, directing and showing, and not by lecturing and condemning. Uh, Jesus says that he will come, the servant. That's each of us. Not crying out, not shouting, not making his voice heard in the streets, but by his presence, her presence, just by the way in which we live. We are walking wet in our baptismal waters. We are living them. And it's those life-giving baptismal waters that flow from the very side of Jesus the woman at the well in Samaria. Give me this water always. 
Jesus says, I am the living water. Those who come to me will never thirst. Never thirst. To be constantly as fresh as the morning dew. Fresh as a shower. Fresh as a wonderful spring and summer rain that may gently fall. To walk that freshness every day. So today is a day not only of celebrating the baptism of the Lord. It's also a day of remembrance, renewal, and getting refreshed, walking wet again in our baptismal waters. When we go to church this Sunday, we often uh, renew our baptismal promises to renew them. And that's a very important thing. We get re-sprinkled. The priest may come down the aisle with baptismal waters and sprinkle the congregation as a reminder, don't let the waters dry up, but walk wet. Walk wet every day in those baptismal waters. So on this day of the baptism of the Lord, it is our baptism as well. Let us re-promise and recommit that each and every day we will live our baptism walking fresh in the life-giving waters of eternal life. God bless you.